Good news, everyone. <laughs> you have been hearing an ad for a while now saying if we pumped up our Patreon to $500 a month, we would give you a whole bonus show. And you did it like a while ago. And I just haven't changed the ad. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> consider this an update. Congrats. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm replacing that ad with this one. And this one is just a little clip show to get your whistle wet for this month's extra bonus episode of uh, Mama Tried. And that'll come out as soon as we get $1,000. That'll come out as soon Yeah, we're holding <laughs> this one hostage. Nah, 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 nah. But I did want to remind y'all, if we do hit 750, our goal is to release two episodes of that a month. But without any further ado, mm-hmm. here's a couple of clips. Get hyped. Gunvar is going to watch Martin go investigate the door and yeah. think to himself, that motherfucker is going to get attacked by a ghost and I'm going to get blamed for that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Did I... What did I... What did I do? And with glee, he's like, yes, one more. <laughs> and he starts scuffing it out and he saves like one last little bit. And then he uh, jumps ass first onto it and erases <laughs> it with a butt. He's looking straight ahead, but it, it, and it would be difficult for you to know if he is just looking straight ahead, watching where he's going, looking straight ahead, like avoiding your gaze because he feels awkward about what he's going to say, looking straight ahead because there's Gunvar's fucking back. <laughs> you wake to the feel of sunlight warming your face. Oh, God. Oh, oh so bright. As a well-known sense of aching dread rolls from your temples to your stiffened limbs. Don't say it's my mom. Familiar. I'm not my mother's child. I can handle it. I had too much. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'd like to just give you a heads up at the start of the episode. We are recording during pandemic times, so you're listening to a podcast in the time of COVID-19. Thanks for bearing with us. We know that the audio quality has suffered a little bit. We're recording in masks and suboptimal uh, environment, but we're trying to get through it. Hopefully we'll have that resolved before it takes too long. Welcome to Astronomica Podcast. Vengeance for Anton's Scorn Legions. I am your <laughs> I am your star Sam. I am uh, I'm Cullen, I play Anton and apparently there's backstory that I'm unaware of. <laughs> I I'm Colin, and I play Mackie. (laughs) Definitely a starship engineer, possibly a captain, almost certainly a captive. And uh, my week's going great, not that any of you asked. Good for you. Hey, Jeff, how's your week going? (laughs) Pretty well. How about yours, Colin? Uh, You know, it's not bad. And how's your week going, Colin? Just as a... (laughs) Then you'll ask Colin again. No, no, no. I'm going to go and say... Next week, I'm going to have a startling revelation for all of you fuckers. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Over to you, Trader Jeff. (laughs) I thought you were going to say Trader Jeff. Yeah, that's that's the startling revelation. (laughs) My name is Jeff, and I play MS Admiral Grace, the ship, the ostensible property and de facto captor of Mackie. (laughs) <laughs> and also the autonomous humanoid robot Hopper. 
I am Kristen. I play Dr. Hildegard Hypatia K. And uh, I'm just here to uh, observe these unusual specimens and, uh, you know. How dare you. Do, do a little bit of uh, scientific research. Last time on Astronomic. As the poets say, the course of true love does ever run through the depths of a gravitically engineered alien water world in a rental submarine. And so it was with Anton and his fair Bridget, the, quote, violent criminal who got away. And it was on this quest of love that the crew of the MS Admiral Grace found themselves <coughs> partying with an entire team of heavily armed, often professionally violent, almost certainly currently engaged in some as yet not entirely understood act of criminality, nice young people with funny hairdos who Hopper informs us are currently loaded to the gills on a highly controlled combat stimulant. Oh yeah, and uh, all of this is in a hermetically sealed undersea vault with limited avenues of egress, and whose rightful owner, the mysterious interstellar Moogle Jeff Cho, is nowhere to be seen. A tale as old as time, really. As the crew mingles with the aforementioned kooky characters, the Doctor discovers an interesting tidbit of context on the events which first brought us to Aegea. Namely, that these raiders ordered the Ukuroyo artifact on the advice of one Sergei, who told them that the article would, quote, Fuck them up. Now, how a solid pyramid of an extremely rare element is supposed to give you a buzz, I couldn't tell you. That's the nuttiest thing I ever heard, and I lived through the space sevens. Variously, in search of more information and artifacts, the Doctor, and a buffet table and things to steal, Maggie and Hopper and Anton, the crew begins to explore the further reaches of Cho's massive submersible estate. Before long, they meet with mixed success. They find more assorted hooligans, and no buffet table, Bad. But they do find an eminently feeble VR headset and an entire gallery of precious ancient artifacts and object to art. Very good. Start, Eddie. Take us away. Anton, you are uh, given some hover boots. They are white. They have purple uh, interior. Nice. Really cushiony. And um, on the side, it's a, a kind of a faded... Purple font. It says Monopole Gravitics. I don't know. Air Air Jordans. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do they have like a uh, with a picture of Jordan Peterson on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is he like a lobster Jordan Peterson? Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> that's his thing. That he he explains how people are like lobsters, and that's why oh. gender is still a thing. I don't know. I don't. I never bothered with him. He seemed to answer a lot of questions I don't have. So. <laughs> I don't know who Jordan Peterson is. <laughs> He's just kind of a turd. Uh, okay. All right, so, so I got space bigot boots. Yeah. So while it's true at the gaming table, <laughs> in universe, they aren't actually space Jordan Peterson's. <laughs> there's what's really happening in the game, and there's how it gets translated through our jokes. <laughs> I got some big, chunky hover boots. Sick hover boots. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm going to never stop wearing them. In universe, they're actually space Milo Yiannopoulos. <laughs> <laughs> So, how do these hover boots work for what's happening right now? Well, are you putting them on? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play this, you know, art hockey break shit game. Sounds uh-huh. cool. Yeah. All right, so you put them on. They have um, little magnetic snaps that uh, hold them in place. The insoles kind of fill with air to, so that they fit snugly. Did I have to, like, press the, uh, you know, the tongue? Did it have a little, like, pump? that like, <laughs> Yeah. No, as soon as you snap them on, that's when it happens. And then little uh, blue lights turn on underneath, like under the, the bottoms of the feet. 
and uh, you are lifted a few inches off the ground. Give me a... In my head, that sounds like maybe exert dexterity, but... I'm looking up saving throws. Sorry, I always forget. There are three kinds. Yeah, I've got physical, evasion, and mental. Evasion, that's what I want, an evasion save. Got you. So is that me rolling against my number? Yeah, you're trying to roll higher than that number. That number or higher, rather. Yes. All right. I did not meet or beat my number. I got a five. All right. So you're bent over, strapping your shoes on. When they come on, you are lifted an inch off the ground and tip immediately forward and and just face plant <laughs> onto the uh, the hard ground. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody laughs at you. That's okay. It's humiliating. Used to being the butt of jokes, he's been living with uh, Gracie and uh, you know for a while. So yeah. Meanwhile. In the dining room, Hildegard is catching up to uh, Mackie. Yes. Who has a VR headset that's turned on, kind of over his shoulder, <laughs> holding a precious moments figurine. I have a quick question. Should huh. I uh, make another mental saving throw to see how embarrassed I was by their laughter? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a 20. So uh, you, <laughs> you don't give a shit. <laughs> You're like, oh no, junkies are laughing at me. Oh, I no. mean, you actually make it look cool. Yeah. <laughs> at least to myself. Oh no, my sketchy exes, loser friends, don't think I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to do? Hey, look at all you dipshits standing on your shoes. You're supposed to lay down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, Mackie's ancient, and Hildegard catches him pretty quick. Yeah. Yes. Mackie would not have survived the... Uh, <laughs> The fall that Anton just... <laughs> Though he doesn't know it, Mackie actually has the hips and knees of a 26-year-old. <laughs> Which 26-year-old? Captain, do you remember the crew member that we had on our ship before Anton joined? <laughs> oh, yeah. What was his name? Don't dwell on it too long. Subject to be 18. All right, so, yeah, what do you do when you catch me? Well, I am going to try to very, very gently... Rest the statue from your hands. Mackie, Mackie, give it back. Give what back? Give it back. I try to hand you the VR headset. This, no, I do not want that thing. It is making noises that, uh, no. You may keep that. Give me the Mackie, statue. Mackie holds up the Precious Moments figurine, like, keep away style, and says, Oh, you want this? This thing, right here. Yes, I do want that, Mr. Mackie. I must insist that if you do not give me that, I will have to speak this hopper. Give me a notice check there, uh, Hildegard. All right. So, what do you want it modified by? Wisdom. Wisdom. All righty. Seven total. All right. As you're uh, trying to get the toy, or I'm sorry, the statuette. <laughs> My mistake. The very yeah. important relic of, of right. Earth that was. Mm-hmm. You notice a wall panel, like a computer terminal, flashing a red light just furiously. It looks like an emergency, basically. Okay, there's, is it flashing like... There's some a, red alert. Is it going. flashing in like a regular pattern, or is it flashing in like an irregular pattern? Uh, it's a regular like blink, 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 blink. Okay, cool. Cool. i very curious about that. What is Mackie doing right now? Like, has Mackie responded at all to... Mackie says, oh, well, that's good that you'd want to talk to uh, Hopper about it, because technically anything I steal is the property of the Admiral Gracie Limited, so Hopper! Think fast! <laughs> and I throw the Precious Moments figurine to you. All right, and I am standing uh, right behind Dr. Cade. Okay. You're right behind me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, then I'm going to roll to intercept. Okay. 
Let's call that a... Uh, exert. Exert, yeah. Dex. Exert Dex. Five. Okay. Both of you guys roll uh, Dex Exert also. That'd be a nine. Okay. <laughs> so you definitely caught it if it got past her. Oh, I'm pretty sure it got past me. <laughs> yeah, that's a four. You caught it. Awesome. Wait, wait, wait. That's a five. five. I got a five, yeah. Yeah, you caught it. Awesome. Ah, yes. Thank you, Mr. Mackey. That will be all. Papa, if you will please, I think that Mr. Mackey had a question for you. And then she will, like, duck under and go over to, like, Papa. while securing the uh, statuette and go over and check out that blinking light. The okay. one that got away, huh? I will mark this in the ledger of ones that got away. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, that would have just been, looked really good on your dashboard. Do not worry, she has not yet fallen asleep, so it is still technically within our grasp. Fantastic. All right, excuse me for a minute. And he jams the VR headset onto his head. <laughs> All right. Mackie, you've seen VR headsets used before for, like, playing video games, basically. Uh, usually the person is still ambulatory. Uh, in this case, he puts on the headset and immediately falls, just collapses onto the floor. <laughs> Hopper tries to catch him. Uh, that's a eight. All right, you you catch him. Okay, from falling, he doesn't he doesn't break a break a twenty six year old hip. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. And as she, as he's lowering him to the deck, uh, Hopper just like strokes his hair, <laughs> but over the VR like where the VR headset strap is, so he can't tell. Right. <laughs> Cutting back to Anton, you're in the game. You've been in for a minute or so. After your uh, embarrassing fall, you got put in as goalie. So ah. you're, you're opposite the terracotta soldier. Yeah. <laughs> I only have to be better than an inanimate object. You have to be better than the guy who's coming at you right now, which is none other than Foo Summers. Foo Summers. Is, is that a, a famous raid? Uh, I mean, as far as raid players go, pretty well known. Like, like a local hero. Yeah. Maybe hero's generous, but... Yeah, a pretty big dude. Yeah. Um, and he's coming straight at you. Okay. He's got the puck. He's knocking it around with a stick. It's behaving almost like a magnetic ball bearing, That's and his stick is like a magnet, kind of. Okay, but um, sort of like air hockey esque Yeah, so he can he can bash it, and it and it goes away, but he can bring his stick near it, and it like zips back to the stick. Okay. He's kind of dribbling it toward you. When he reaches over, as he's passing a, a pedestal in the gallery, mm-hmm. and snatches up a faded blue can with red letters kind of faded to pink that say RC and he chucks it at your head. Cool. So my goal is for this puck to not get past me. Correct. Essentially. And I have a laser pistol. Do do I also have a a hockey stick type implement? Okay. Cool. Do I know at this point the established rules for shooting a player? You have witnessed enough. (laughs) You've witnessed enough to see that there are no it doesn't seem like anybody wrote down any rules. Okay, cool. All right. What's your AC? My AC is uh, 16. All right. The RC Cola can kind of just whiffs right past your head. And you can hear it as it goes past. It's clearly like rattling inside, like there's something solid in it. Oh, okay. Can I make a, a like a notice check to see if I see if like somebody absolutely like pulled the tab off of it and it inside? Or does it seem more interesting than that? It seems like the contents of the RC Cola can have probably become some kind of crystal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the the can missed you. Okay. He's coming at you. He's got the puck. Do you want to do anything before he gets to you? Yeah, I mean, presumably I have this laser for a reason. Mm -hmm. I would like to 
Okay, in my head, if the puck is immaterial, it can't get past me. So I'd like to try to shoot the puck. Okay. Stuff. All right, I like it. Cool. Roll to hit. Um, all right, so... Uh, laser pistols, because there's no recoil, have a plus one to hit Okay. automatically. I'm proficient in shoot. I don't have bonuses except for my plus one dexterity. Um, okay. That's just, I think, 2d6 so think... plus one? No, you're going to roll with a d20. It's going to be 1d20 plus your dex mod plus your shoot skill. Okay. And I'm trying to think if there are any other bonuses. Uh, base attack. Are you a warrior? I am a warrior, yeah. Uh, so I've got a plus one. So I have I have plus two to my roll. Okay. Okay. That is... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that is a one on the die. Okay. However, I am a warrior. Oh, we can reroll. one time per scene, That's I can reroll a hit or a miss. <laughs> That's true. Uh, oh, that, nice. that would be a hit against me or a miss that I make. That's right. And since... You know, it's a hot game. An, yeah, it's a high you know, pressure. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really important to me, so I'm gonna. I'm You've gonna already been embarrassed once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't make another mental save here. Pew pew pew. All right, uh, that was a 19 on the die. So nice. It's a 21 all day. Okay. Respectable. You shoot the puck. Roll damage. Laser pistol is 1d6. Okay. That's uh, a three. Okay, and I think you add your. Dex mod to damage also? Uh, yes. I, I believe so. Okay, so that's four all day. You vaporize the puck. <laughs> <laughs> the big guy's the big guy's coming at you. I'm going to have him roll a notice check to see if he knows he doesn't have a puck right now. <laughs> no, he's still coming at you like he's got a puck. Okay, I'm going to brace and try to take a swing with my stick as he approaches. Okay. All right. He's going to try to tackle into you. So let's just, this isn't how the rules go, but let's just both roll to hit and see what we do. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Presumably, I also have a plus one to strength, and I also have, you know, like punch and stab. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm physically. Yeah, you'd be using. Well, if you're trying to hit him with your stick, that's going to be stab. If you're trying to hit him with your fist, that's going to be punch. They're the same. So I'm just going to do the same plus two that I had for okay. um, shooting. So that'll be a uh, 13. Okay. Well, you hit. But he also hit with a 19, so let's roll damage. Okay. Do I do a d6 for stick? D4. D4, okay. Actually, no, I'm sorry. That is a d6. Oh, okay. stick. Uh, that would be five damage all day. Okay, he did three damage to you. So you both uh-huh. kind of like collide, and in true hockey form, <laughs> are uh, engaged in a brawl, rolling around in zero G. You're up against the ceiling. You're knocking over the statue of David. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, no. He broke my mom's favorite part. <laughs> it's not that, David. No. <laughs> it's just the A, David. Yeah. Mackie, you put on the headset, and immediately you're in the dark. You're not holding your breath. You are drowning, and like your lungs are already full of water. So you're choking and gagging. Uh, spinning around, you're in total darkness. There are spongy, ribbon-like materials in the water around you that you can't see, but you're, you keep hitting them when you're thrashing. Ugh. And it's a terrible experience. Oh, I can see why people do this recreation. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you I, can also see why the table was covered in vomit. From the, okay. You're pretty sure you're probably vomiting right now. Okay. Does Hopper standing outside see him vomiting? Uh, we'll cut to you in a second. Okay. So, what does Mackie need to roll to have the presence of mind to know that this is some kind of simulation? I would say he's aware of the fact that he is in a simulated environment, uh-huh. but it feels very real. So, okay. Well, then he is going to try to remove the VR headset immediately. All right. Give me a um, mental save. 
All right. I beat it. Natural 19 on the die. Nice. All right. Uh, you somehow managed to reach up with your hand. You guys can see this. He he uh, he started kind of thrashing around like he was having a seizure. And obviously, Hopper would have intervened, but Mackie manages to lift his hand and, and unstrap the VR headset that uh, falls to the ground and is uh, gasping for air that he no longer really desperately needs. Ah, Hopper. Captain, do you require medical assistance? Uh, no, I'm fine. I just, uh, you know, sometimes I worry I just, I don't get fun anymore. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand how it works. That is empirically incorrect. Do you remember the time that we were walking along and you saw a squirrel jump from one tree to another <laughs> and you looked over at me and you said, that's fun. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you for reminding me of this in my troubled times right now. He hands you the VR headset. What do you make of this? This seems like something more than just VR. Like, I've done VR before. This, uh, this is something different. Uh, Hopper puts it on. Can, you're receiving feedback from the device, but it doesn't interact with your, your uh, this body. This doesn't look like anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting the signals and can translate them, but it's not like a first-hand experience for you. Okay. So you know what's happening in the simulation. Okay. Okay, so Mackie, like, takes it off his head. Sorry, one, one more detail. As you experience it, it's almost like nothing's happening. It's just you get a sense of uh, cold and wet and dark, but there's no thrashing. There's no, like, desperate need to breathe. Nothing like that is coming through the. Huh. That's it. We're um like several you know thousand years in the future from this point, right? Mm -hmm. So you're well, playing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So essentially, you're playing a couple of Half Life Alexes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, hang on. That is a good question. I feel like it's a no check. This is out of the ordinary for VR, right? Can Mackie roll a no check on that? Uh, sure. Okay. Ten. Uh, no wisdom or no intelligence? Intelligence, probably. Yeah, okay. Well, then that is just a 10. Okay. There are some really fucked up VR experiences uh, akin to what we today would think of like the Saw series of movies or something uh -huh. that could be, that could go pretty dark. But even then, this seems like explicitly only painful and uncomfortable and strange in that regard. It has been used as a method of torture by futuristic law enforcement. Interesting. Oh, so it's like this is like a waterboarding headset. Could be. Would oh. Hopper recognize while wearing it that it was sending a signal that you don't need to breathe and just doesn't experience the need to breathe or I'm sorry, could you phrase that? Again? Like like in other words, like would he have like a low O2 environment hazard flash up on his Oh, on his HUD? HUD, yeah. No. no. Give me a programming wisdom. Kind of unconventional role. <laughs> uh, that's a an eight. Okay. The headset is making an effort to retrieve information from you to transmit. I yank it violently off my head. Okay. Dude, I am not there, but you guys should keep that thing. We should make sure to get this to Ms. Cade at the <laughs> earliest possible convenience. She's busy. She's on the phone. So, uh, possibly while she is asleep, and then we can get the just... precious moments figurine. 
Sneak up behind her and put it on. What happened when you put that thing on? It was dark and wet, and I was surrounded by spongy, wet, rubbery things. It was like the time you told me to accompany you to the party on Aculon 7. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That all tracks. You said that was not fun. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Hildegard. Yes. You get over to the the flashing panel. Yes. This is while uh, Mackie's still, I guess, on the ground. It's uh, it's a call. Somebody's calling. Okay. Ooh, interesting. I'm going to do a notice check to see if uh, there's anybody around me who's paying attention, because I don't really no. want to... The People, call is coming from inside the submersible estate. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody <laughs> is pay- nobody's paying attention. Nobody's, nobody's, paying nobody's attention. noticed. People are drugged out or dancing or doing whatever. Gotcha. And on this display is there anywhere to like connect another data pad yeah mm-hmm. okay cool so i definitely want to connect my data pad before i answer the call okay and then i'm going to you know i'm always here to collect what might be useful information for future studies and click record okay and so i'm gonna try and record whatever comes through all right and then i'm going to answer the emergency call button Okay. The screen lights up, and you see the face of that guy that you met upstairs, Chase Malati. Chase Ch- I'm Malati. sorry, Chance Malati. Chance Malati. Okay. And he says, uh, go get Sergey. This thing's not working. The triangle thing is broken. Uh, excuse me? Excuse me? Who do you mean by Sergey? Sergey, who are you? Uh, yes, I'm just one of the, what is that game called? Uh, I, I am a person who shoots things and plays a game. Yes, their game. Much ball space. <laughs> Much ball space. Ah, <laughs> uh, ball space. Mel versus fail Is Jonah? Is Jonah down there? Can you tell him to go get Sergey, please? Uh, yes. Just in case I cannot find this Jonah, or if this Jonah is forgetful, uh, where is Sergey located? Yes. Uh, probably in the master suite, wing, uh, wing C. Yes, very interesting. Yes, I will find Jonah, and she'll click off the thing. Okay. Situation normal. Yeah. So, yeah, she's going to stop the recording, and now she's got that there in case mm-hmm. she needs it for anything. And, and when you look back, something dramatic has clearly happened. Yes. Cool. Before I turn around and check out what's going on behind <laughs> me, I want to look at the um, schematics for the sub mansion thingy mm-hmm. again and just see where the remind myself where the suite is okay and where it is in relation to me it's in uh, wing c which is off the library one floor down okay yeah in that case what i'm gonna do is i'm going to turn around and view what my compatriots are up to i hold the headset out to you and go hey hildy have you ever wanted to drown by being drug deep 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 into the shadowy depths by spongy tentacles and he holds the headset out to you. Uh, If that inducement is not sufficient, it will also extract an unknown quantity of an unknown type of information from your cerebral cortex and transmit it to a place we cannot determine. No, I don't think that I shall partake, but Come on, we're all doing it. Papa did it. (laughs) Uh, I told you she wasn't cool. Uh, Yes, no, uh, perhaps, Mr. Mackey, you should hang on to this thing and come with me. Uh, I received a very interesting message. The thing that they are working on upstairs is not working, and they want us to go and find this Sergei person. Perhaps we should go find him and maybe 
when we are away from all of this craziness, we can simply talk to Sergei and find out what is going on. So Mackie draws himself up to his full height, which is like five foot nothing. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, are you inviting me to take part on an adventurous quest on an alien world? Uh, Mr. Mackie, do you remember that we came here quite a little while ago? This is not exactly the call to adventure that would have happened. I find it most effective when he asks that question to answer yes. Uh, in that case, uh, yes. Do you think that we should uh, go and find Mr. Anton, or do you think that he is okay with his friends? Well, maybe we should check in on him before we go. And he opens the door, and Dad's heart is like just being punched. Fun, yes, with the space ball. All right, you guys come in the room. <laughs> Anton, the big guy, Fu, is uh, it looks like it's probably gonna escalate. He's uh, he's got you by the collar and he's about to swing at you again. It's, it's going above and beyond the game, or uh, uh he's just kind of salty. He well, you can see he has uh, bronze colored teeth and he, he looks a little crazy in the eyes, okay, but he's like in my face, yeah, yeah. You guys are rolling around in, z- in effectively zero G, knocking over statues and bookshelves. He and looks... the rest of our teams are just like not. They're just kind of watching. Okay. Although uh, new people who walked into the room, one of you yes. give me a notice check. You can decide amongst yourselves who's going to roll it. I don't have notice. I have one rank in notice. Go for it, man. Technically two, since zero is a rank. And is notice one of those skills that, as an expert, I get to roll three dice and drop the lowest? I'm not sure. Um, I think it's all... No. Expert doesn't do that. That's your focus, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you're focused in it, you can do that. Okay. I think. Expert is like, we can redo a roll on a skill check. Okay, so uh, that's an eight notice check. Okay. Oh, notice wisdom. Do we have it? Yeah. Nine. Nine notice check. Okay. One of the people who's been watching the game and uh, tipping back some Rheingold Ultra is holding a kind of an intimidating weapon. It is an authentic 21st century flea market katana. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And uh, she looks like she's uh, eager for an excuse. So you can kind of see there's somebody that might be about to jump in, which Anton doesn't know about. So when Hopper walks in and sees Anton being beaten by this dude, it's, it's not, yeah, he's not getting an ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, he's Anton in an, a physical altercation. Mm-hmm. Hopper immediately draws his uh, pistol. All right. Oh, goody. And, and takes, uh, takes aims at the dude. Okay. No, Mackie wraps on your chassis and he's like, keep an eye on that one right there. And points at the uh, lady with the authentic 21st century flea market katana. <laughs> All right. Uh, who has that headset now? You still have it, right? Because I told you to keep it, or did you just... Yeah, uh, I think okay. Mackie plans to disassemble it at gotcha. some point. All right. Cool. Well, I mean, this dude's in my face. We're tussling. I want to try to headbutt him in the bridge of the nose. All right. Roll to hit. Cool. Uh, with punch. That is a 20 on the die. Nice. Ooh, nice. I don't think that crits are a thing. But... They are not. Uh, you, do, you do 1d2 damage plus your strength mod. Uh, that'll be a one plus strength, so that's two all day. All right, two damage. And, like, as I'm knocking him in the nose, I'm just be like, Hey, buddy, chill out. It's a game, man. Fucking come on. Should we roll initiative at this point? Well, while he was doing that, I was just going to shout into the fray, Uh, Anton, uh, quit playing with your friend, please. We need you over here. Come with us. 
Okay, Anton, give me a charisma talk. Talk charisma, gotcha. Not in game. Give Stan yeah. charisma talk. Yeah, uh, like pep him up a little hey, bit. You've uh, you've really been doing a good job. Thank um, you. I think that you, you're a great start, Eddie. <laughs> I've enjoyed this game a lot. I think, All right, yeah, good job. All right, uh, cool. So I've got a minus one because I don't have talk. But you're getting a plus one because you talk to the DM with respect. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all day I got six on the die. Minus one is five. All right. Unless you were serious, in which case it's a six. <laughs> I was not serious. I'm actually, if I'm serious, I'll refer to myself as the SM. <laughs> okay, he doesn't look like your words have uh, inspired him to calm down. Oh, At this point, God. we will roll initiative, which... Uh, it's a okay. D plus dex. Cool. Mother f- fudge. Yeah, me too. I have just... Dice have not been my friends the entire time we've been recording this podcast. <laughs> but, like, very specifically tonight, I have rolled more ones than I have in any one session. I'm going to have you write the initiative order up on the whiteboard there. Cool. A two. I also have a two. All right, so I've got a... Uh, Katana has a four. Uh, I have a five. Once again, proving the inferiority of your disgusting organic forms, I have a seven. Nice. <laughs> and uh, Fu has a two. How do we resolve three of us having a two? I think... The highest dex bonus? Do you guys have dex I think, bonuses? Uh, I'm pretty sure Mackie and I are both at a plus one. I well. like to resolve those as happening at the same exact time, but I know that's specifically mentioned as not what's happening in the rules. Well, also, I'm going to go ahead and say that, like, Mackie is ancient, so... We can settle it via Anton. arm wrestling. Anton probably... <laughs> Stop the fight in arm wrestling. He's just going to have a, a natural edge, so I'll say Anton goes before me. Okay. So it's between Foo and Anton. All right. Let's just have a roll-off between you and me. Okay. Uh, what die? D8 modified by Dex again. Okay. You got a five? I got a seven. Okay. You win. Cool. All right. So in a Stars Without Number combat round, can you talk and get a response? Yeah. Okay. They just can't. You can't have like a whole conversation. No, just... Gotcha. Are you advising me to target the woman with the cheap mall ninja sword? Definitely. All right, I shoot the woman with the katana. Okay. Uh, that is a 14. That's a hit. Roll damage. So this, mechanically, it's a mag pistol, mm-hmm. but it's a hypodermic injector shooter. Yeah. <laughs> that just pops out of his left arm. Nice. That is a seven. Okay. So Hopper basically gets permission from Mackie to open fire. Yep. Gets clearance, opens fire, hits the lady dead between the eyes, and she just, her feet come out from under her. Her 21st century authentic flea market katana goes flying (laughs) through the air and like sticks through like a painting on the wall. Through Van Gogh's, what, yeah. was it sunflowers? What was it? Right. Uh, uh, the uh, night. No, no, it was, it was the, the, the cafe. cafe. Yeah. yeah, cafe. Oh. Sends a spray of blood over a Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better. <laughs> and uh, that's that. Next up is Cade. All Dr. right. Cade. So I'm not super combaty. So I am going to look at the wall to the side of me and see if I see. Any panels, light switches, or other things like that? Sure, yeah. There, there's a there's a panel of uh, 
that includes the light switch controls for the temperature. Yes, also of note, there are several buttons in a row, oh. uh, each with kind of a silhouette image of a kind of fish, including there's there's shark, there's a squid, there's a whale, there's a dolphin. I'm going to be really honest. I had a plan, but now I kind of <laughs> you want to... you don't hit squid, I'll never forgive you. I really kind of <laughs> want to hit the other buttons now. <laughs> okay, so... My original plan was to, like, flash the lights like an adult trying to get kids' attention and, uh-huh. like, shout at Anton to like, yeah. come with us. <laughs> but her eyes alight on the sea creature buttons, and she's not going to hit the squid button. You will not be forgiven. That's okay. We can still hit it later. She's mm-hmm. going to hit the whale button. Okay. Hoping that this will cause some sort of interesting distraction. All right. That will help us out. You hit the whale button. Yes. And then I assume you turn back and look to see what it did. Oh, for sure, yeah. Give me a give me a notice wisdom. Okay. Seven. Okay. Outside of the glass steel window. <gasps> yes. From kind of beneath the window. Yeah. A spray of kind of green foam comes like squirting out into the water and dissipates okay. in kind of like a cloud. Yeah. Just outside the window. Can I make a no check to know if that's some sort of, like, whale bait? Sure. In fact, I'll save you the trouble. It's some kind of whale bait. (laughs) (laughs) I did not distract, but I learned a valuable, interesting thing. Mm -hmm. We're definitely going to try the squid one later. All right. (laughs) Just mash them all at once. See what happens. (laughs) I could. Well, I'm scientific. (laughs) I have to do a scientific study of the button. Right. Awesome. Um, That's probably my turn. <laughs> yeah. Next up is three with Anton. Do I have time to like talk and shoot? Sure. I want to attempt to chill this dude out one more time. Okay. Because in my head, if, if this turns into a fight fight, we're fighting the whole station. Mm-hmm. So, hey, buddy, come on. It was just a game. It was a, it was a bad hit. Let's, let's take it easy. So I'm going to do... Charisma and talk. Charisma and talk. And I'm upping the difficulty by one this time, because it's... Uh, Alright, you've already tried. So that is a seven all day. I'm assuming no go? Yeah, no go. Yeah, He's I'm, trying to bite your nose. <laughs> <laughs> He's going full Tyson. I, I definitely don't have time to sort of pull out any of my, like, holstered weaponry at this point. Um, I mean, you could, but that would probably, if it's on your person and readied, then pulling it is not an action. You I mean, he did it. shoot an RC Cola can. He did. Yeah. Also, you could headbutt him. That's no, he dodged an RC Cola I, I, can. I he shot already, a puck. I did already oh, okay. headbutt him once. I just, I have my legitimate combat equipment that oh, I came okay. in with, I have on my person ready. Yeah. The laser pistols that you guys are using in the game are kind of like, they're turned down to like, essentially the stun setting of Star Trek. They're not, um, okay. they're not deadly. Yeah. So it's like playing like paintball with each other. Well, like you're gonna get like a bruise or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sort of deciding to what extent I should escalate this conflict. <laughs> then again, reasoning: if everyone in this room is dead, other than us, there's no one to raise the alarm. I will say the conditions, the noise that, the noise that's taking place as you guys like shoot people is not. Like, <laughs> categorically different than the noise that was happening in here before. <laughs> right. um, it's, I, it I still think, sounds like a hockey game. I don't <laughs> think I'm quite ready to go there yet, so I'm just going to, at this point, try to bash him over the head with a hockey stick. All right. So, 
punch and strength modifying. I'm gonna be really surprised if I hit. I rolled a five. Yeah, that's a a six all day. That's a miss, or at least an ineffective hit. Damn. And then it comes to Foo. Oh, hey, I should ask. How is uh, shock damage off of a hockey stick? Oh, oh right. Ooh, good question. Totally forgot about shock damage. That's going to be two damage if his AC is worse than 13, which it is. So he takes two damage. Nice. For I people only... not familiar with Stars Without Numbered, shock damage is basically like if you're in a melee scrap with somebody, like there's going to be bruises and, and beatings and stuff going on. So. You I automatically do some damage. Shock damage because both of my foci specifically pertain to shock damage. It's pretty useful. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. And it goes both ways. So he actually <laughs> does it. <laughs> Speaking oh, of you my have foci. the. Oh right. Um, yeah. I since I took the close combatant foci, I don't take melee shock damage. Nice. He Good pull. Job. He pulls a knife. Oh my god, he's got a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he goes to stab you. Uh, he gets a 12. Uh, that, that is not a hit. All right. Not, you managed to uh, wrestle free. your way free from the knife. And I would have taken shock damage yeah. were it not for my handy foca. And now to uh, Mackie. Or Mackie. Food Mackie just went. reaches into his uh, flight suit, pulls out his Mac pistol, holds it double-handed, Mm-hmm. Feet wide set, full stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> I was about to say stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, about enough of this. Stand down, you shiny toothed reprobate. <laughs> and so, is that, is that top charisma? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would let you make the case for uh, talk constitution if you want to. <laughs> um, it's the same bonus either way. And do I have talk? I, I have zero in talk, so that's cool. Yeah, no, that's a four. Okay. <laughs> it was mostly muffled. Okay. <laughs> Is there a... Uh... just sounded like a guy roaring. <laughs> All right, so uh, does is uh, is readying an action a thing in Stars Without Number? I don't recall. I know there's a whole assortment of combat actions that we're not really that we're kind of skipping over. Well, I'll tell you what his intention is. While okay. I look it up. Everybody else in the room who is not Foo <laughs> and who is not the woman with the authentic 21st century flea market katana who is now I think dead. She's dead. Everybody who isn't. Is she, Foo, is she dead? her, yeah. I thought you like stunned her. or us. I keep confusing the tetrodotoxin darts with the sedative darts. <laughs> oh no! Well, if anybody else tries to jump in and get involved, he's going to shoot at them. Got it. Cool. Okay, uh, let's see. This is good to know for the future. The participants regarding the initiative. The participants then act in order, high roll to low, with PCs winning ties. Oh, okay. So it should have been a roll off. I, Anton I think does. Anton moves before Mackie. So you'd actually be ahead of Foo. Mm-hmm. By the rules. I think it makes for a better fight if who's ahead of me, though. Also, I mean, the, the argument that we're going to, like, try to not start a battle royal with the entire raid team, that resonates with right. Colin. Maybe not with Matt, yeah. but it resonates with Colin. I don't know, so. man. That has zero registry with Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you specifically uh, call it out. Yeah, and it's like, hey, maybe we don't need to kill all of them. 
course, now if you want a katana. It is cool to have an authentic 21st century gas station. Maggie should totally have one. I guarantee you that somewhere <laughs> in Mississippi you can buy a katana at a gas station. Oh, gosh. I oh, I'm sure. You. Oh, I'm sure. So, yeah, you can hold an action. By choosing to hold an action, the combatant can delay taking the rest of their actions until later in the round, activating them as an instant action. Thus, a hero who wins initiative might use their move action to hold an action. Later in the round, as an enemy rushes around a corner, he may instantly elect to use his main action to make a ranged attack with his ready laser rifle. So yeah, you can you can hold an action, but it costs you your move. So you can't hold an action and then move. Well, that's cool. Mackie doesn't plan to move. He is going to wave his pistol, stop on my mom will shoot style, mm-hmm. and like everybody who hasn't jumped in yet. Got it. Something to keep in mind is that there's an action you can take called a snap attack. You can do it at any point in the round, even when it's not your turn, even before your initiative has come up. So basically, you can attack whenever you want. You just you get a minus four. If oh, you gotcha. That. And that's to cover. Uh, oh well, somebody's somebody is uh, has taken cover behind like gas tanks or whatever, you know. So you want if you wanted to like fire on their round when they get up to shoot, you can mm. do that. You get a minus four. Okay. okay. All right. You wait, you're going to shoot if anybody, if anybody tries to jump in. If anybody tries to jump in on this good, clean fight between Fu and Anton, mm-hmm. Mackie's going to lay down the law. Okay. I believe that's the last of the round there. Mm-hmm. So now what I'm going to do in secret, which I will whisper to the audience, is I'm going to roll a morale check. <laughs> Headphones up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Dash coming. So, yeah, so I rolled morale checks for the uh, other people in the room, and they appear to be standing back. How many Mackie. how many bystanders are there? Um... Well, there were four people initially in the game. There was Katana hanging out on the side. And I'm going to say there were four or five other people kind of lounging around in, in various states of consciousness. They don't appear to be getting involved. So. Okay. Do these people know or care that Mall Ninja is dead? That's a good question. It's only been like three seconds since it happened, so... All right, fair. We, we can revisit that. <laughs> right. But the point is, as we go into this new round, there are no new combatants. Okay. okay. Doesn't mean there won't be new combatants next round, but... So let's go to Grace, or Hopper, excuse me. So Hopper looks at a member of his crew, mm. his drinking buddy, locked in... Slightly comical, but potentially mortal combat mm-hmm. with this big hulking dude that's much larger than his. I, I do think we actually can't say mortal combat and katana. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Locked in Tekken <laughs> with Anton and uh, Cox, Cox's eyebrow at, at Mackie and Captain, with your permission. I would like to adjudicate this dispute. Uh, all right. Could you do it in a slightly less final fashion than the last one? Slightly acknowledged. <laughs> and so he, how far are they from me? Within a turn's movement, we'll say. Okay, so I'm going to move over and I'm trying. Is there a called strike in Stars Without Number? Hmm, that's a good question. Let me bring up the combat page again. Uh, let's see, you can force enemy movement, you can disarm a foe, 
execution attacks. Occasionally, an assailant will have a chance to perfectly set up a shot against an entirely unsuspecting target. That would not be the case here. Yeah, it takes a minute to uh, a no. minute of combat to do anyway. No, that's it. No, no called shots. Okay. So, but I mean, part of the part of the charm of this game is that the DM can adjudicate on. You know, so if there's something specific you want to do, you can describe it. Okay, so Hopper uh, runs over and wants to. So the writhing mass of surgical and medical implements that his left arm has become, mm-hmm. a scalpel pops up, which game mechanically is a mono blade. Okay, pops up and snakes towards the base of the brainstem, like between the L3 and L4. <laughs> oh, so uh, not non-fatal, but completely paralyzing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And just slides in and just severs the nerve sheath. Nice. In, Roll uh, to hit. Foo, <laughs> uh, that, Natural 18. That's an 18 on the die. That's a 20. Uh, uh, sorry, 21. Yeah. Rule of cool. Uh, big old Foo's raid career is cut short as he goes limp on top of you, Anton. Well, it's, it's relatively minor G. That's yeah, fine. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's the end of the combat. <laughs> I'm going to check morale one more time to see if anybody is okay or not okay with what they've just witnessed. <laughs> hey, that's raid, baby. I mean, presumably <laughs> that is raid. occasionally Worse has happened, yeah. They, yeah, die in raid, right? Yeah. Still, I mean, it's not legal to murder raid players. Well, there's not, it's not a murder. <laughs> I, mean, I very right. clearly used a slightly less lethal <laughs> attack. Not on Katana. I mean, this is on Mackie. All right, to the extent that anybody in the room cares, they're uh, kind of holding their hands up like, this shit's between y'all. <laughs> I don't want no surgery. <laughs> Mackie is trying to, like, haul Foo's completely limp, but no doubt screaming body <laughs> off of Anton. All right. I'm going to take those hover boots off, okay. but not necessarily discard them. Gotcha. Can put, I, put them in your non-readied equipment? Yeah, I'm just going to kind of toss them in the storage mm-hmm. space that I have. So, so we're, we're totally yeah. out of combat? Yeah. All right, so uh, Hopper moves to stabilize Fu in a way that prevents his conditioning from worsening, but does not in any way improve it. <laughs> All right, understood. <laughs> Can Mackie snag the mall katana? Sure. <laughs> All right. It's a, uh, I think it's a medium, a primitive medium weapon. All right. So basically, he has no interest in this. Um, on a roll of one, the blade snaps off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does it do the thing from the um, QVC? It demo? might. <laughs> that part I'm not telling. <laughs> Excellent. So while they are doing their post-combat stuff, Dr. Cade is going to continue looking out the viewport there to see if there's anything that happens while also keeping like half an eye on her compatriots. And she's -hmm. like, she's in that stage where it's like she wants to stay and watch, but she's also kind of feeling like I need to get ready to like pull them aside but i also kind of want to see yeah well it's only been a few seconds so far yeah but um you can hear very gently it sounds like audio of a whale song being played like as part of the yeah yeah the the the, the station is doing it not gotcha gotcha okay all right hey um 
I'll be the first to admit that I probably shouldn't have played this game because it got out of hand. But uh, I think for all of our safety, it's probably a good idea to get out of this room. And um, uh, but but maybe but the whales. I think there will be whales coming. I I'll show you some fucking whales like as soon as we're off of this this weird uh, uh, this, this this submersible estate. It really is just the big thing is that um I think that uh this uh Sergey dude is gonna be the key to figure out what fucking weird shit is going on here. And, I don't uh, think you know El Sergei. Palacio del Hombre Mas Guapo. Uh, <laughs> it's La Casa del Hombre. La Casa del Hombre Elegante. Do you know about Sergey? No, I I mean I know about Sergey insofar as like I heard them talking about him when we delivered the Oh I gotcha, gotcha. The like capstone thing. Okay, cool. But Anton is thinking that like obviously something's weird. This dude's name has come up a few times, so like let's bug out of the room with the people that were like maybe willing to murder us. Hey, they keep a I've heard this dude, uh, Sergei's name a few times. It seems like, uh, whatever's going on here, A, is fucking weird, and B, uh, he probably knows what's going on. So I think we should, uh, get out of here and go try to find that dude. So that kind of wakes Hildegard up from her hopefulness about seeing some whales, and she remembers that Yes, there is actually a thing she that they came in here to get Anton to go do, which specifically is to go get to go find out about the Sergei dude. So, uh, yes, speaking of which, um, Anton, uh, come with us. I was just told by one of the people upstairs something about they need Sergei, and perhaps we should go and find him first, and uh, maybe we can talk to him before any of these other uh, people arrive. Uh, good, I know exactly where he is, if you all follow me, yes? On the way out of the gallery, Maggie looks to see if there's some way to, like, seal the door and lock those people in. <clears throat> Ooh, that's, that's a good idea. We don't want them to Not, realize. Uh, there's no button that does that. Uh-huh. You well know that it could be done if you want to uh, get in there and, like, rip out some wires or whatever. Oh, yeah. Maggie's like a- going to try a fix check to break something. Oh, man. Right? On was- this case, the door. On the, on the way out, uh, Hopper stops in front of the Jackson Pollock painting <laughs> and flicks a little bit of cerebrospinal fluid from his <laughs> scalpel. <laughs> All right, and then locks up. Okay. As a robot, That's you... That's creepy. As a robot, Hopper knows objectively that he has improved it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's the deal about me being a specialist. I'm a specialist. I think I think it's that I'm a specialist in fix. Uh-huh. So on fix, I roll 3d6 and drop the lowest. Yep. All right, so... Can I become a specialist in murder? <laughs> you already are. You're a warrior. <laughs> okay, so that's an eight. Okay. That would be plus something, though, right? Intelligence? Probably intelligence, I would think. Okay. So that's a nine? Okay, okay. so yeah, that's a nine. Uh, on your way out, you pop the uh, plate off of the the console that controls the door and all that stuff and the fish and the temperature and everything else. Pop the front plate off, reach in, disconnect the um, interior like communication line, and seal the door effectively. Once it closes behind you, it won't be openable from that side without a fix check. Nice. 
Good right. job. Now he scampers off after the rest of them. All right. All right. On to you the You guys are back suite. in the dining room. Yes. And there's the elevator that will take you down to the floor with the master suite. Yes. Yeah, so you've got the elevator that goes down to the theater and library mm-hmm. from which you can access Wing C. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, unless you guys see a reason to dilly-dally, I think uh, straight to the matter. All right. Do we see anything cool along the way? In the elevator? No, it looks the same the entire time you're in it. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. We're in water. Maybe there's like, maybe it's like a clear elevator. That's not what I meant, but I'm going to go with this anyway. Maybe there's a clear elevator and and the whales are coming. No, the game isn't called Blanco without numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Just a normal elevator. I mean, I meant between, you know, the elevator and the uh, suite, the master suite. As you're uh, going down in the elevator, by the way, Hopper starts going. I'm sorry, I don't know why, but I have to do that every time. I cannot help myself. <laughs> the elevator doors open to reveal the library. Lots of comfortable seating, some uh, theater seating that appears to have been brought in from the theater room. Holographic illusions make the room look like kind of a vast antique library. But the room itself is actually not nearly as large as it's made to appear by the imagery. Some of the images are actually like projected onto the walls in a way that looks realistic. So it looks like you can look down like a long corridor. But some of them are also hard light, what's called hard light, which is a technology, a holographic image that has like physical traits. So you can actually like physically touch the holograph, kind of like the doctor in, in a Voyager. Oh, gotcha. Cool. Things can be made out of uh, hard light and uh, used in the space where the, the uh, transmitter is. So, presumably you could read any of the books here, but you couldn't take them out of the room. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And this is a... Is this an unusual way to have a library, or is it just, like, pretty common? Like a It's unusual, probably. Um, okay. It's because it's so much more than is necessary. Like you so, can just as easily have. it's unusual have... just in the way of like it's a rich person who's splurging yeah. on a nice setup. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Where you could just as easily have it, everything could fit in your data pad. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Mackie, uh, Mackie goes and pulls the first book within reach. Okay. Off of the shelf. What book does he get? Uh. Let me. Knitting with dog hair. <laughs> a guide for the amateur enthusiast. <laughs> Part That's, uh, four. Zen and the art of industrial machinery slash android repair. Ooh. Hopper's going. Hopper's looking at the shelves. Reddit. 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 Haven't read it. Okay, now we've read it. I typed in random books, but I'm getting a bunch of books with the word "random" in the title. So. <laughs> Is there like a Here we go. book generator? There's a random house. A random ISBN number generator. Oh. <laughs> Good question, Colin. Way to find the unnamed goblin in the room. What a thing to have broken our start at. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know that's what would do it. By the way, knitting with dog hair is a real actual title. The Count of Monte Cristo. No, well. In the sum total of human wisdom, all can be summed up in one simple sentence. Wait and hope. 
What do you suppose that means? And on those wise words from Mr. Mackey, we are going to leave you for this week. It is a special week if you are a person living in the U.S. This is our Thanksgiving holiday, and even though it has a very questionable history, it is something that a lot of people have as very near and dear to their hearts. It's a time to get together with your family, to give thanks for the great things in your life, and get along even with those family members that maybe voted for Trump if you want to. Unfortunately... This year, that's not really possible for probably the vast majority of folks. And so we thought it would be nice to just take a moment and say a couple things that we're thankful for and thank you all for listening to us and wish you a very happy Thanksgiving, however you're celebrating it, if you are in the U.S. And if you're not in the U.S., wish you a very happy Wednesday in this last week of November. So I think I want to kick this off with Star Daddy. Gee. Yeah, so let's see. I'm thankful for the incredible feedback we've gotten from Reddit and the really helpful uh, randomized tables in the Stars of That Number book. <laughs> Is that all you got, man? Thank yeah. harder. Uh, <laughs> thank like you mean it. To be honest, I'm just I'm, I don't have a lot of experience being thankful. I just take a lot of things for granted. <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to the universe for imparting in me the privilege to take everything for granted. Right there with you. I'm going to be Colin. I don't want to do the silly voice. Um, I'm thankful for, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's been a really hard year, I think, for everyone, us included. But I'm thankful that we're here. Thankful that we're getting by. Thankful that Colin isn't frustrated for me being in his backyard every afternoon for the last two weeks. Um, when you come over to serenade I do. I have a, a, a jukebox that I hold over my head, John Cusack style. But he's not playing that one Peter Gabriel song. He's playing that other one. It's mm. Tarzan soundtrack. It's real weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's um, that's Phil Collins. That's Phil Collins. That's, that's fine. They're the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful that I decided not to cook a turkey this year, and I bought a duck from the uh, Viet Hoa market, which was economical and will be delicious. Mm-hmm. Duck is better than turkey. Absolutely. Hands down. I'll just say it. Hi, Colin. Uh, I, I'd like to thank COVID. I'm on a diet, and uh, it's going to be so much easier to stick with it since I can't, in good conscience, safely visit my family and eat a big meal. I'm just kidding. I'm thankful that... Uh, I mean this profoundly, and not at all sarcastically. I'm very thankful this year wasn't any worse because it's been a lot worse for a lot of people, and I uh, I feel pretty hashtag blessed that I have been more or less spared all of the worst things that 2020 has taking him on the swivelly chair and knocking on this wooden thing right here. Uh, yeah, I'm thankful it hadn't been any worse so far. How about you, Jeff? Uh, I am. Normally, uh, fairly allergic to sincerity, but I, I am sincerely thankful for the continued health of my friends and family and loved ones. And, uh, for the chances to tell people that you love that you love them while they're around. Uh, and I'm thankful for the chance to get to hang out with you guys. I really, this is kind of a high point of my week, a lot of weeks, and, uh, it's the only Human interaction outside of people who depend on me for sustenance or <laughs> split the 
those duties with me in a way that makes both of us grateful for the one night a week we get to escape. <laughs> here, here, it's yeah. us. It's being, funny because being the best part of any of our lives. Most of the people here also, like, their characters rely on your character for, for oxygen. Yeah. Oh, wow, I did not think about that. Hmm. Actually, while you're all asleep, I tenderly nurse you at my breast. Oh! <laughs> I am creeped out. Well, don't worry, Stan's the only one I do that to in real life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad that we could address that uh, allergy to sincerity that you had there. Yes. <laughs> and uh, since I started out this whole sincere sincerity fest... Uh, and did not write myself notes for what to say next, so I hope you enjoy my random things from, that come out of my heart. mouth. Mm-hmm. From yeah. the heart. From the heart. I am extremely thankful that my family that I'm closest to uh, mostly lives in rural areas and has stayed away from people all year. Uh, shout out to my mom and dad for uh, pretty much just going camping and hanging out with each other and just going to the grocery store. I am genuinely happily thankful for some of the cool things that I have been able to do this year, even though it has been a very strange one. I was home from work for a while earlier, and that gave me a chance to work on a lot of my other interests. I am very thankful that... I get to do the show with everybody that this is something that we talked about doing at the beginning of the year. And for a a moment there, it looked like it might have to be pushed off until 2021. And instead we're making it happen and it's not exactly the way we envisioned it, but we're getting there. And it's incredible the response that you guys are giving us. And we really look forward to hearing from you. I could go on forever and ever because I am definitely an emotional mess right now. It's just that kind of year. But instead, what I'm going to do is I am going to say, that is our show for this week. Yay. <laughs> we, again. Yay. <laughs> Gosh, that was a really good show. Oh, you guys are really man. talented. <laughs> oh, thanks. Stranger. I really like that, 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 that robot guy. <laughs> yeah, me too. You have really good taste. <laughs> Very elegant. And if you guys have thoughts like that to share with us, you can go ahead to Apple and leave us some reviews. You can also get in touch with us on Instagram at Astronomicast, on Twitter at Astronomica Pod, and on Facebook at Astronomica Podcast. Uh, Stan mentioned that we are at least a little active in the Stars Without Number subreddit, so you can definitely find us there. We also have our own subreddit now. Yes, we do also have our own subreddit now, which um, is there called... Is, um, there is Reddit. a subreddit called Astronomica, <laughs> which is not our subreddit, <laughs> Great. because we are uh, Astronomica podcast. I messaged the mods of our Astronomica oh, no. and was like, hey, it's me, and they were like... Hello? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you can find us on Reddit, uh, and we would love to chat with you there. Um, Discord. And our Discord. Oh, yeah. That's right. This is why I need these people, because one, I can't make all these voices on my own, and two, they remember shit for me. So with that, we will see y'all next week, and until then, we really hope you have a great one. And uh, you guys have anything else to say? I'm I'm good. 
Crickets. Y'all good? <laughs> keep on space trucking. Keep, keep, keep Austin weird. <laughs> nice. Oh, you know Austin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking peculiar. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, man. I mean, like, he's. Yeah, but not for lack of trying. 